Welcome to Estradile Illusions. Today we have a long-awaited episode that we are finally getting to do. We are, in this episode, going to take a merrily, merrily, merrily adventure to nowhere in particular. And by nowhere in particular, I do mean somewhere in particular. And that place would be Toad Hall. This episode, long-awaited Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, or if you listen to our five-and-a-half-hour, three-part <laughs> Every Ride at Disneyland Ranked, you know that uh, Mr. Toad, which did come in at number three, we'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is really a, a sentimental favorite to myself, to my partner Tara, who is here to talk with us about Mr. Toad. Tara, do you want to give us a little bit of a terrible update? Um, I don't know how much of an update there is. I am a lawyer, have been for a few months now. I don't remember what our last Thomas Tuesday was, but I actually don't remember you if I had bar. passed the bar at that point. Okay, I did. Okay, right. Yes. Okay. So I have been a lawyer for a few months now and life is good. Life is grand. And Mr. Toad, every, we're going to design tomorrow. This is actually, we're recording on the uh, Rise of the Resistance opening weekend. So we've been spending a lot of time tracking design, seeing if it's even worth it to try and go. Uh, we are going to try, though. And I, I, I really, the kind of the beauty of Disneyland is no matter how busy the park is, and there's certainly a lot of days where the park's busy, tensions are high, Toontown looks like Mad Max, there's people fighting all over the place. Uh, no matter how busy it gets, you can always go... And take a ride with J. Thaddeus Toad. And that's not to say that the ride doesn't get crowded. We often uh, cheer when it gets a longer line than uh, the other Fantasyland rides. But Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is a uh, is a Disney original. It's been there since 1955. And there aren't really that many rides that have been around that long. So uh, it is part of the... Uh, treasured class of 55. I think there's a plaque somewhere that uh, acknowledges that. But uh, this is a ride that really appeals to... Everyone. Everyone. That's certainly true. But uh, it holds a special place in the heart of uh, Disneyland regulars, uh, annual pass holders, for a while. And now it kind of made sense that we waited to record this episode because for a while... It was hard to get access to the actual special, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which was a... It's not a double feature because each one of them is about half an hour long, but in the 50s, Disney would often put out uh, shorter specials that were combined for, for a feature-length bill. Now that film, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, is on Disney+, Plus, so there's really nobody who goes to Disneyland who can't just go sign up for a free trial and check out the ad adventures of Jay Thaddeus and mainly his three companions. We don't really see too much of his horsey friend in uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but we, of course, we have uh, Angus McBadger, we have Ratty, and then Molly, who Molly is really one of the most innocent characters in all of Disney lore. It's a wonderful special. I have it on Blu-ray, naturally. And uh, I, I really, I, I've seen it a bunch of times. I often, uh, nothing against Sleepy Hollow, nothing against uh, Ichabod, but uh, I tend to often just watch the first one because it's just so fun. It's, it's, it's one of those specials where you watch it and you wish that there'd been a TV show. I mean, mostly, mostly because Jay Thaddeus Toad is a dick. 
He is. Do you think he's a good friend, Tara? He is really a bad friend. He is a bad like master of his Toad Hall. He ignores everyone's advice, uh, destroys everything, makes his lo- friends' lives uh, quite a disaster. And yet, in the movie, they have such great affection for him. Still, he's in jail, and Molly is just mourning him. Right. So, so the the relationship between Mister Toad and his three friends, McBadger is basically his parent. We don't we don't know what happened to Mister Toad's actual parents, but McBadger is basically the agent of the estate, uh, who whose job is mainly to pay people for the damage that Toad caused with his adventures, which actually. Toad had racked up a lot of expenses before he even got his motor car in, in the in the special. In fact, most of them were... Uh, he had recently also just gotten his uh, horse and buggy. It's not really explained if the horse is his employee or if he bought the <laughs> horse. Uh, the horse does seem to like him and comes with him on the airplane at the end. But uh, McBadger is, is, very, is stressed out by the job. It seems as though he didn't really want it. And Ratty is really the only one who seems to care about that. Ratty is kind of like the enforcer of the estate when, when the time comes to lock up Jay Thaddeus so he can uh, to stop him from getting into trouble. He's the one who's really making sure that Mr. Toad can't get out. And then there's dear Molly, the enabler. Molly. He is. It's too bad. But, you know, you've got to have that person in your life. Yeah. I mean, sometimes uh, when I am buying more comic books or stuffed animals, <laughs> I often look to Tara to say, gee, can you stop me from doing this? And Tara's like, do it. Buy more. <laughs> buy more. So Molly, I mean, Molly is one of the most adorable. Um, the relationship between Mo- uh, Mr. Toad and Molly in a lot of ways is kind of like Pooh and Piglet. Uh, long time, if you're a Florida listener and you uh, loved the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Florida, you probably don't want to hear us talking about Winnie the Pooh. But in California, our Pooh took away Country Bear Jamboree, which I personally hate, so I was glad that it was gone. And that might be blasphemy, and we may have lost some listeners uh, who, who... Well, if you're in Florida, you have Country Bear Jamboree, but... It's well, we we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. The uh, dichotomy of uh, this this weird relationship that that Pooh now has with Mister Toad, which is fitting because they're they're kind of the two specials that feature anthrop- anthropomorphic animals that uh, have these intricate relationships with each other, and that's also kind of why I, I wish that we had had more of Mister Toad and his adventures because there were just such so many rich relationships that you go to Disneyland and and 99% of the people in that park have no clue how awesome Mr. Toad is as a special. It's true. We've heard so many people throughout the park and in line perplexed at the ride and at the source material. No one knows it. We were there last week and there was a little girl who pointed at Mr. Toad and asked, is that the Grinch? (laughs) Wrong park, honey. Wrong... (laughs) Wrong park. The Grinch. The Grinch stole Christmas. Mr. Toad stole our hearts. Aww. He did. I I I bought a Mr. Toad plush from uh, Disneyland Twenty Three a couple years ago. I I bought it online. It was the plush was from a couple years ago, and it was like a sixty dollar plushie, which I immediately took the value away by cutting the tag off. But I would never sell that. I'd have to be in. Uh, horrible bankruptcy to even i wouldn't even consider at that point i think i'd probably rather just you know drive a motor car away with (laughs) with the with the mr toad plushie but 
Without further ado, okay, we're going to talk quickly about the breakdown of this episode. So there are four incarnations of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that really bear, uh, that, that stand apart. And I say that really the number of uh, iterations of Disney rides is, is, is it, it's hard to count because these, the beauty of Disney is that they're always making these adjustments to the parks. So a ride is never really truly complete. Uh, oftentimes they're, uh, operating incomplete right now. Actually the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh is operating without uh Pooh in one of its, uh, in the scene right after the heffalumps and woozles where he says, what a wonderful dream that Pooh's been gone for like a month. Uh, yeah, at least, <laughs> at least a month, actually probably more than that. Yeah. And what's funny. So that Pooh that's missing is eating honey concurrently missing across the way at Splash Mountain where Br'er Rabbit is usually tied up in the laughing place in Honey with the fox there. That Br'er Rabbit has also been missing. Oh, so they're right. off somewhere in a honey den. We don't know where. That's a great point. <laughs> I hadn't put those two together yet. Yeah, I don't think I had mentioned. I put that together last week and I was like, wait. Yeah, and there was a while last year with Splash Mountain that the alligator was... Um, mm-hmm. It was driving me actually crazy and we're getting a little off topic, but... Uh, at the end, uh, zippity doo scene in Splash Mountain, the birds, when you when you first enter, really, the, the dark ride portion of Splash Mountain and the birds who are singing uh, uh, Pretty pretty Good Sure As You're Born or Mighty Pleasant Great, however that song's uh, written. <laughs> yeah, the uh, those birds, uh, there's two of them that appear later. There's one that's in the laughing place, and there are other birds, but the ones that really look like that. And then there's another that's the captain of the zippity doo ship. For a while, the captain of the zippity doo ship was gone, and I kept thinking to myself, I know that that bird was there, but it was like, gone for months. And, uh, I mean, the animatronics need work. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of Mr. Toad also, is the fact that uh, they use largely cardboard cutouts. It, it's kind of the most, I don't, yeah, I mean, it is basically the most dated of, of the Disneyland rides. It uh, features the... Uh, Smallest amount of technology, and I say that as well, while we're recording Snow White's mm-hmm. Scary Adventures, which at the uh, when it opened in 1955 was called Snow White and Her Adventures, but Snow White's Scary Adventures. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was uh, that's currently being remodeled. They're going to add animation. I'm personally pretty pissed about it, and I try not to be one of those people who gets pissed whenever they change something. But um, part of the beauty of that ride is is how little it belongs in the year 2019. <laughs> and actually, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, a lot of that held true for uh, some of the Florida aspects, particularly uh, in Winky's Tavern. But so anyway, as I was saying, there are four iterations of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's the 1955 Disneyland version which was then uh, received a substantial upgrade in 1983, which coincided with the shrinking of the Mad Hatter uh, gift shop in Fantasyland, which allowed both Peter Pan's flight, uh, Mr. Toad, and maybe to a lesser extent also Alice in Wonderland uh, to get a little bit bigger. Alice in Wonderland uh, is a a ride that's built uh, on top of part of the building that Mr. Toad and Peter Pan have, but... So Disneyland really has two unique versions, and they've they've made a lot of changes, some of which we'll talk about. But so those are the, those are the two that are in California, 
And then kind of the beauty of the Florida version, which I had the pleasure of riding, it would have been the year before it was closed. I would have ridden that in 1996, and uh, it was closed in 1997. Winnie the Pooh opened up in 1998. People were very angry. We'll talk about that a little later. But um, that had two separate, pretty pretty distinct versions uh, uh, of the ride, and you could go on the uh, track A or track 1 and or, or track B or track 2. You kind of read it in different ways. And you got two very different experiences. We don't really get that a lot in these parks. I mean, probably the closest thing you could think of with that would be the Matterhorn, where uh, the left side and the right side are a bit different. One's faster, one's longer. Uh, I, I mean, really, maybe the only other aspect would be... Um, in Radiator Springs, you can either get uh, the Luigi, and you could be in the Ferrari place, or you could be in the stinky uh, air freshener one. Also, Autopia does have four different tracks. Right. Um, which may or may not be true, but I always, growing up, felt that some tracks were longer and more fun, uh, particularly the orange and green lanes I much preferred over the others. Uh, it's basically the same view, but... There's always fun and repeat value. And I guess also Star Tours Adventure continues um, when they got those updates a few years ago with different places you can go kind of counts as a different experience. Like sure. it's obviously yeah. different, but it's not a different track um, like in these other ones are. Right. It's mostly, uh, I mean, that's technology. You have a screen yeah. versus... They literally built separate tracks. Yeah, the Florida, the the layout, the blueprints of the the Florida Mr. Toad are uh, spectacular, and you can see why people were so mad when it was uh, closed. But so we're gonna start with. Uh, it makes sense to do the uh, 1955 and then the 83, which is when I say 83, that that's the modern Mr. Toad. Uh, Modern being like 40 years ago now, which is great showing its staying power as this icon that it has been for this whole time. Yes. And it's beautiful. I love the ride. Uh, everybody knows that the one picture I always have to have that's the same every time is I must take a picture with Jay Thads. I love Jay Thaddeus. He is a wonderful Wonderful guy and really probably a top five Disney character. Mm -hmm. And it's so great being in line. And even before we are up there taking pictures, sometimes the people ahead of us are taking pictures. And then you can see the people behind us being like, oh, that's a great idea. And so like even if you look on Instagram and other places, Disney blogs and stuff, some people do also take pictures with him. And it's so great to know that he is just this household name in America's hearts. It's true. He's very, very, very loved, and I love him, and Tara loves him, and we we all love Mr. Toad. So Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was one of three original dark rides at Disneyland. There was uh, Mr. Toad, there was Peter Pan's Flight, and then there was Snow White Enter Adventures, which then became Snow White's uh, Scary Adventures. Uh, if you've been to the California Park... And I, I mean, I think we should probably just assume that most people listening have, have ridden the ride because why else would you be listening to a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride podcast? But um, if you've seen pictures of it, if you haven't, the, this, this podcast will obviously have, I mean, if you're listening this long anyway, you're probably committed. Uh, but this podcast has a lot for, even if you haven't ridden the ride, maybe it would be a great selling point for why you should ride it. But 
if you've been to California, you know that there there's the iconic Toad Hall exterior. It's beautiful. Some of some of the park's most uh, really beautiful architecture. That didn't used to be the case. It used to look kind of like a I don't want to say cheap, but it was more more like a carnival tent, which has nothing to do with Mr. Toad. That's actually a theme of of all of the Florida ride, the California ride. These rides have literally nothing to do with Mr. Toad or its source material, <laughs> the Wind in the Willows. Basically, a little bit. It's just a fun adventure. Right. I mean, you see it as that. It's like, okay, yeah, this is great. It doesn't yeah. need to stick to telling the story. This is the story that you want to be told. Because the the actual film for it, I guess short for it, doesn't show enough of his wild ride. Right, it really doesn't. And um, I think also uh, part of why it why it holds up so much is that... Uh, it's a very idiosyncratic ride. Nothing really... Uh, a lot of these rides do their best to try and uh, recreate the events. Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, uh, Monsters, Inc., My Consolidate of the Rescue. That's what that's called, right? Uh, I, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Roger, Well, Mr. Toad and Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin uh, deviate from this a lot. And they're rides where even if you're incredibly familiar with the source material, if you're riding that for the first time, you may be likely to finish the ride and look and think to yourself, what the hell did I just ride? What what the hell was that? <laughs> it was a grand time. It was. And so with the three original dark rides, there was uh, Walt. A lot of these were designed. Mr. Toad in particular was was really constructed first in Burbank, and and that kind of allowed it. That's where their studios are, and that kind of allowed it to be built kind of with more of a theatrical lens in mind. There were uh, the Imagineers were were working off of a lot of the storyboards, and I, I want to say that probably the easiest way to describe Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is it was probably built by people who had seen either a trailer or pictures. <laughs> of the movie and had probably not actually seen it because it just doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. But uh, as with a lot of rides, it had to greatly conform to the limits of the fact that Disneyland is ever expanding. But that also kind of requires a little bit of contraction sometimes because there's just so much space that you can use, especially in Anaheim. So you've got this ride that's essentially like a, a, a Peter Pan's flight takes up most of the building that they share. And Mr. Toad, rather fittingly, is is kind of designed around the confines. It's this small sort of rectangular sliver of the building. It's not really that big at all. And that allows, that allows a lot of uh, the twists and turns and the narrow. If you are a Florida listener... Uh, there, Mr. Toad was, um, a, a lot of the, the various rooms that you would enter were very wide open spaces in Anaheim. It's, it's, cl- it's pretty claustrophobic and that's kind of, that's kind of a good thing, but it's also, again, it's, it's just, you're, it's bizarre that you're going through it like that. And so the original 1955 Dark Rides, Walt had this great idea that rather than showing the characters that people knew and loved, you were supposed to go on the ride from the first-person perspective of those characters. So you weren't supposed to see them. You were supposed to see what they would see. And that pissed a lot of people off, more so for Peter Pan and uh, Snow White. And I think that 
kind of has to do, I mean, Peter Pan, you've got the uh, ships that you're sailing in, and it's a very technically impressive ride, but uh, Snow White is more of just a, your standard dark ride car. Uh, same for Pinocchio, which was built uh, in 83, along with the, the new Fantasyland uh, remodel, which gave Toad Hall its, its exterior. Total made a lot of sense. You get in a motor car, you can easily see yourself, oh, I'm supposed to be Mr. Toad riding the motor car. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, they had to add, they added uh, Snow White, and they added uh, Peter Pan and Wendy and uh, all the other people to the other rides. But they didn't really, uh, Mr. Toad doesn't appear in the Anaheim ride. He does appear a little bit uh, hanging from the chandelier in Florida. Past tense, though, because that's gone. <laughs> it's a dead ride. Uh and it really works because you're you're in the the Anaheim ride. It's so wild and chaotic that um, the sensory overload really just works because you're 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 just constant uh, sense of whiplash until it's over. And you're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I've seen this uh, dynamic unfold with uh, a lot of a lot of people who have ridden it for the first time. So. We'll do the we'll do the fifty five and the eighty three uh, in tandem. It doesn't really make sense to do a total walkthrough of of the fifty five ride and then the eighty three because I I don't know I don't think there's that many people who uh, have ridden just that one who would then also be listening to this. Uh, <laughs> my my grandfather actually would actually fit in that category. He had been in uh, he had known Roy Disney, Walt's brother, and he had gone in. Uh, 55, and then uh, later in uh, 79. So I think Roy had actually died by 79, but uh, he, and he's not a theme park guy at all by any means, but he always talked about how much he loved Mr. Toad. So he may be one of the few people who has never ridden the 83 version. He's never been to Disney World. He's never been back. He, last time he went to Disneyland was 12 years before I was born. So... Uh, unless you're in that kind of category, and he's almost 80 and does not listen to podcasts. So unless you're in that category, you probably have been on the uh, 83 version. So we'll, 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 we'll talk about them. And I guess the, really the big difference between the two is when the Mad Hatter gift shop was uh, demolished, they did have a little bit more space. It went from kind of a, a rectangle to more of a... I'm really bad with math shapes. Geometry was never really my big thing. But it's a little bit wider and allowed for a little bit more of a, a, a sensible experience. But a, a lot of it, a lot of it stayed the same. There's little changes, so we'll just we'll we'll go through and we'll uh, we'll have some fun. This is fun. Well, we're, we, everybody knows where we're ending up. We're ending up in hell. <laughs> haven't haven't I can't believe we've made it through this uh, so far of this podcast and not mention the fact that this is the only ride in any children's park where you end up in hell. Yep. That happens. It's it's wild, wild ride. So we begin our ride at the queue. There's a lot of uh we begin the ride in the pre-ride uh <laughs> Where there's uh, a couple cars. There's uh, for McBadger. There's Toad, Molly, Weasel, Winky, Ratty. Is there one named Cyril, or am I just? Yes, yeah, I C- think there is. Cyril's yeah, is that the horse? Yeah, Cyril's the name of the horse. Perfect. I I had that in my head, and I only bring that 
it's actually funny. President Nixon has written, uh, wrote Mr. Toad. There's a picture of him writing Mr. Mm-hmm. Toad. But um, I was reading a book about Watergate and impeachment, and we were at Disneyland, and I, I saw the Mark Twain Riverboat, and I got it confused with, with the, the old presidential yacht that uh, President Carter had sold, and it was called the Sequoia. And I was like, I think that used to be called Sequoia, and Tara's looking at me like, are you, are you okay? And then I was getting confused also because I was like, wait, is it actually called the Sequoia? And I was like looking at it and looking back at our pictures of it, and I was like, no, it definitely says Mark Twain on it. Right. So it actually is... There actually is a car called Cyril. Yes. <laughs> so, as with a lot of uh, uh, these idiosyncratic rides, uh, you start you start Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at basically the end of the movie, which is in Toad Hall. Now, the weasels, the big difference between the 55 and the 83 would be, for whatever reason, it would, Mr. Toad also kind of fell into the category of they didn't, have a lot of the characters in there originally. Now, nowadays, if you go immediately into Toad Hall, you see McBadger, and he's stressed out in his work, and then you exit through a fireplace, which used to actually have uh, smoke would come up, and they got rid of that because uh, there wasn't enough time for the smoke to uh, start and then go away in between the cars because most of Disneyland is structured around getting people in and out of the rides as quickly as possible. So we start in uh, the library. Do you think Mr. Toad spends a lot of time in the library? Probably not. <laughs> no, probably I think his extent of time in the library really would just be driving through it. He doesn't strike me, despite supposedly being a lawyer, he doesn't strike me as someone who cares about books. No, and he, he, oh, he, he did represent himself in the trial in the movie. Yeah, and he does a very fine job at that. He is a good orator, uh, but I don't think... At the time he was living in, he needed to really know books and books of the law. Right. Moly, Moly was really impressed with his uh, l- legal skills. But So you go through the library, and then you um, go out into uh, a corridor where there's a suit of armor that's like kind of falling. I, I think they've kind of downplayed the, the falling suit of armor in recent years. Um, and then you go through a corridor where... Uh, in the modern version, the weasels are are falling. Uh, the older version was was much more nondescript. I don't think it even had the weasels. And then this is a big difference between the uh, nineteen fifty five version and the eighty three. Nowadays, when you go uh, after you go through the pictures, and there's actually a really cool. They show sort of the history of this Toad family, and, and adventure runs in their blood. There's a guy mm-hmm. who appears to be at the Arctic. Uh, there's a, a picture of Molly hinting that maybe uh, Molly's ancestors had served Toad Hall. Um, there's one that shows Mr. Toad being a prized fighter, a boxer, Mr. Toad's relatives, and it looks like a really good place to live. You could you could see Disney trying to do a Downton Abbey adaptation. That would be great. Yeah, as Mr. Toad. And that's actually one of my favorite, because this ride is a fast-moving ride, so you really... As somebody who's ridden it a hundred times, you don't have to, like, see the general thing. A lot of times you can kind of, like, be peering over, trying to catch the obscure... Uh, Easter eggs and all of that. That's a fun room to look in. And uh, especially the weasels. Um, Tara and I have a habit of... Well, when we see br- the suit of armor, we call it uh, Br'er suit of armor. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a Br'er. 
Yeah, everyone's a brer from... Uh, although, I guess transgender people, that could be misgendering to call them brer. Uh, but um, we're going to assume the suit of armor is not transgender. And uh, we see the weasels. You hiss at them. I mean, they're, they're, the weasels, they, they trick-toed, and they sent him to prison, uh, and they took the D to his house. And, uh, well, he gets it back at the end of the movie under... Somewhat odd circumstances, considering a lot of this was adjudicated in a court of law and did not seem to have been reversed in a in a court of law. Yep. Uh, so they go from that house, and uh, if you've ridden the ride recently, you'd know that at that point you get to see Molly, and Molly's eating a chicken leg, which um, you always find kind of interesting because uh, it's always weird when an anthropomorphic animal is eating <laughs> other meat. <laughs> And he's got his little top hat, and Molly's just the cutest guy. I've said he about. is. He's so adorable. But he also he also looks like he shouldn't be eating there, which is funny because in the movie, <laughs> in the movie, uh, he's when they when they go in to get the deed after Toad's broken out of prison, they go into the house, and uh, McBadger and Ratty are the ones lowering to uh, lo- lowering Molly onto Winky to try and get the deed. Toad doesn't help, even though it's been established that McBadger's old. Uh, he's still expected. That's another one of, like, Toad's just douchiest moments. He doesn't help McBadger. But uh, Molly is kind of charged with trying to get the deed, and he has a couple scenes where he's really trying to have uh, evasive actions with, um, with uh, against the weasels. He's trying to get his hat. Uh, Toad does have a couple triumphant moments. That's one of Walt's best uh, best sequences, the uh, uh, fight at the end of uh, Mr. Toad between him and the weasels. So it's odd to see in the ride that he's just chilling there with uh, his chicken leg, and that's kind of just the point of that room. Uh, in the 1955 version, that was just a dark, air-conditioned room. There's there's nothing really noteworthy about it. Um, in between, I think it was in '61, they added a butler with a big ass pointed out at people, uh, and uh, there used to be more of a 3D th- 3D sort of sculpt uh, statue of Moly, which uh, kind of looks like the one that had been in Florida. It's odd because this entire ride, the modern version of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, is just cutouts aside from the devils in hell. The rest of it are just... just oh, and the dragon, I guess. Uh, the rest of them are cutouts. And that's kind of the endearing aspect. I think the 3D, the the sculpture of Moly, uh, it looks kind of odd. It doesn't really look like him. You've seen that picture, right, Tara? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't really... Uh, it's strange. It doesn't capture his personality well enough is the problem. No, because he's this innocent little cute guy. He's mm-hmm. always kind of cracking a smile at the fact that Toad's doing all this stuff or Ratty's like, you, you know, behave, dude. So from the, the air conditioning room or Molly and his chicken leg, uh, you go out and uh, you're in the countryside. Now, nowadays, uh, a policeman is trying to get you to stop. There's Ratty's home which is uh, a little bit further from uh, Mr. Toad. And Ratty's house is also depicted on the storybook land canal boats. Uh, Mr. Toad is, is there. His motor car is kind of nearby. And then Ratty's house is uh, closer uh, from the angle for which you'd be uh, uh, coming at it. Um, just quick fun fact about that. 
This Toad Hall used to be in the spot if you've ridden the Storybook uh, Land Canal Boats. Uh, Toad Hall used to be where Agrabah is. And that's kind of probably really the primus to the real estate, aside from maybe where Cinderella is. That's uh, they, they moved Mr. Toad. I think he was gone for about a year, which was uh, kind of sad, but at least he's still there. I always worry that uh, they're going to get rid of him, but uh, so far, so far, so good. They've already put Arendelle there. There's not, <laughs> which is not Rivendell from Lord of the Rings. It's called Arendelle from Frozen. Uh, you hear a lot of people say, "Oh my God, they're going to close Mr. Toad." I, I don't know. We'll get we'll get into the. I, I doubt that'll happen. We'll get into the rioting at uh, Florida, the peaceful riot. There wasn't really rioting. Uh, but there was a great sustained protest, and if you were if you're if you were one of the people who protested and you sought out this podcast, uh, thank you, thank you. That's really one of the heart- heartwarming uh, Disney Park stories. The the efforts to save Mr. Toad. It was not in vain. We appreciate you, and we 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 thank you for your service. So we're back in the countryside. Uh, at this point, there is a bit of another change. Uh, they go from the countryside fairly quickly. You almost collide in the 55 version. You almost collide with an antique shop. And uh, that's different in the uh, main ride. You see the pasture. There's a uh, farmer who looks like he's he's really on some... What, what kind of drugs do you think that guy's on? LSD. I mean, I, I as as a user of LSD, uh, past tense, probably not since 2012, uh, I've never seen anyone act like that on LSD. <laughs> I think more like PCP or uh, some really bad... Uh, he, he looked really strung out. Maybe some meth. I don't know. There's a strung out farmer there. But there's an antique shop in the original version, which looks kind of cool. It looks kind of cool. Um, there's more police officers. The police officers also, they look kind of odd in the original... Uh, they look more, like, old-fashioned, I guess. I mean, this is an old-fashioned ride, but mm-hmm. they look like the, the, the artwork's a little odd. And from there, you go, um, there's a corridor with a bunch of barrels you crash through. Is that where you crash through the wall? I don't remember. <laughs> Feels like you're crashing through a lot of places. Yeah, you crash through, and there's a big, uh, in the modern version, there's a bang, bang, and a pow. The, literally, the signs say that, uh, which also kind of harkens back to Roger Rabbit, uh, even though this would have happened beforehand. Uh, so you go through, and then you're in kind of a harbor area, and the ride does its best to make it look like you're about to crash onto a pier, which would be bad for a motor car. A bit. Just a, just li- a bit. Just a little bit. And um, that actually might be the point where you crash the wall. Uh, I don't think that's there. Maybe it's at the end after going through the boxes and barrels warehouse. <laughs> right. I, I mean, this 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 ride's going a long time, and you're supposed to. I mean, you started you start out uh, where Toad Hall is, and then you're going through a countryside, and then to the harbor, and you're going more to the industrial area. And uh, the big difference there would be in the uh, in the fifty five version, they take you back to the country from the harbor. Uh, that has been replaced now in eighty three, which is uh, uh, the the modern version takes you more to a uh, um, more of the city. You go through Winky's Tavern, uh, and Winky 
Winky looks a lot like he does in the the film, which is great because the Winky in the Florida Park, I I didn't think looked that much like him. This one looks a lot like him. And from there, you go through. You see the green uh, the Green Dragon Pub public house. I think public mm-hmm. is spelled P U B L I C K, which is odd. Uh, they have a lot of meat pies there that look good, and then there's a there's kind of a a, a, a courtyard and it has a statue of I think it's Cyril and Toad. And then at that point you go, and this this is this is the point where they expanded the ride to uh, where the ride got a little bigger uh, because they got rid of the Mad Hatter gift shop where they they condensed it because uh, the original ride takes you through just a countryside again, but this is more expanded. You got Winky's Pub, and then you've got the prosecutor. Well, you got the court where the prosecutor from the film, not the judge, the prosecutor says, guilty, that is all, thank you. Guilty, thank you, that is all. all right, yeah, I was supposed to, yeah. Guilty, thank you, that is all. And uh, instead of going to jail, you go out to uh, an area where there is the uh, railway. And this makes... I mean, this makes more sense, I guess, in the original version where you're at the the countryside because um, for whatever reason you've been sentenced and then you're you're just on a train track about to yeah, be killed. Yeah, who let us out of jail without out of the courthouse without taking us straight to jail? I mean, it could be it could be you had to take a train to the jail. Uh, that's just uh, it, it. The 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 modern version is bigger, but uh, just looking at the blueprint of the fifty five ride, it doesn't make as much sense, I guess. So you go out there and uh, you go through a spot. Uh, you go through the the train tunnel, I guess, and it's bumping, and it's meant to simulate that a train is coming to hit you. At which point you are dead. <laughs> yep, you're dead, and. Uh, the music starts to go upbeat. Uh, it's kind of a uh, uh, instrumental version of "Merrily, Merrily, Merrily," and then you're you're in hell, and you see the prosecutor again dressed as Satan, and he's smiling. Uh, I think that's kind of not really the greatest commentary on lawyers. Yeah. And um, originally in the '55 ride, hell had uh, oh the room is warm, which. It's kind of a yin and the yang setting with the 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 moly room that was the air conditioned dark room from from the beginning of the ride in in fifty five, which was replaced. You go into hell and hell's warm, and it feels gross in there if it's been raining out or it's cold and yeah. it's warm. It, it's odd. I don't know what they use to heat it, but it it, it it's kind fire, of fire. The fires of hell. Yeah, basically, and that's uh, that's that's certainly odd and. Uh, you go through hell. Now they've replaced. Uh, you got the little mini demons who are uh, dancing up in town. These little rubber guys are cute. I've seen the Florida ones. Uh, ours in in California are are much cuter. And I can say the Royal R. I'm. We are both annual pass holders. It's like our country club. <laughs> <laughs> and we go. And there's a dragon that is going <clears throat> and it's coughing. It's not actually trying to kill you. I guess it's kind of a more upbeat way to end it. <laughs> Is it? I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I'll say this. There have been long, long accusations that kids are, are, are scared of, of uh, ending up in hell. And, and you could write academic papers on, 
what it means that Disneyland has a park where essentially this crazed driver is is killed and and goes to hell as a result of his his mani- his motor Toad in the movie has motor car mania. He has ma- he, he's literally driven nuts about about this stuff and with his obsessions with adventure. And Disney is trying to send you the message that at a place you go for thrill rides, having an obsession with thrill sends you to not heaven, but hell. And a hell where there are lawyers and little mini demons and a coffin dragon. That, that, that's the message. And I think the dragon, I'm not seeing the dragon in the, in the, in the main, in the blueprint of the original, but, uh, he's kind of cute. I, I don't think he's scary, but... I think the prosecutor devil is more scary than the dragon itself. The dragon is kind of kitschy. He's like, oh, hello there. Well, you You're got trying the, to blow steam at me. Yeah, and you've got the upbeat music. Yeah. On the scary front, though, I have witnessed multiple times kids literally screaming, clawing at their parents to not go on Snow White's scary adventure. No, yeah, Snow White is scary. My sister, who is older than me, is scared of the witch popping out. Yeah, and there's the scene in the uh, woods that's r- probably the scariest of, of, of any of the rides. Yep. Which is honestly probably why that ride is currently closed for a remodel. Yes, we'll see how that one goes. They're going to turn it down. They toned down the... Uh, years ago, they toned down the version in Florida. I think they closed it because they have the mine train now. I don't think they have the, the Snow White Dark ride in, in Florida anymore. But... Uh, Likewise, I, I've never actually, and we spent a lot of time in Fantasyland, I've never actually seen a kid afraid to go on Mr. Toad. There was once, uh, a couple months ago, we were in the line for Casey Jr. Circus Train, and a girl, uh, her parents asked, where do you want to go next? And she said, Mr. Toad. And they're like, as a lot of people, whether they sort of think to themselves, why do you want to ride this old ride that uh, they were probably not even that familiar with? And she said, I want to go through hell. He dies and goes to hell because he's a bad driver. Yeah, that ride can bring out the real dark side of children. Yeah, I wanted to give her a high five and say, you you understand, Mr. Toad. She gets it. There was one time, and part of the beauty of the remodel where they made it Toad Hall and not that ugly carnival tent was... Um, it's cute. It's supposed to be like Royal Fair Knights and Jousting Tent. It literally is there because they didn't have the money to build... Toad Hall. Imagine that Disney, which just built, which just bought 20th Century Fox for like 70, 70 plus billion dollars, didn't have enough money to build a proper recreation of Toad Hall. But uh, that's, uh, I mean, Walt. It is the Walt Disney Company. Walt actually had been kind of diluted. He didn't actually have that much equity. He was in charge, but. Uh, uh, guess what? Building a theme park, even in the 50s, was expensive. And actually, part of why they chose Florida for the second park to appeal to the East Coast people was the fact that uh, they got a lot of that land for cheap, and they did it in secret. But uh, there's a lot of great Disney podcasts about how uh, Project Florida was, uh, that's what it was called, was uh, constructed. Anyway, in the uh, in the queue area, which they make basically a courtyard of Toad Hall, which has the statues of the four lead characters. Not Cyril, though. And, and you know, that's also one of the best queue areas of the park, both the outside and the inside. In the one, you're in this nice garden courtyard. They've got these flowering trees above you. And you go inside the nice, cozy 
front hall of Toad Hall. It's a great experience. Yeah, it's very, it's beautiful. Uh, the line moves quickly. Yeah. It's good. Um, I, we were there uh, a couple months ago, and there was uh, a Malaysian man comes up to me, and uh, he was clearly not using the app. Poor guy, I bet he didn't get very good fast passes. But um, come up to me with an app, and he's, he's asking me to point point where what, what the ride was. He had no idea what he was in line for. And I'm like, I, was, I showed him, and then he he stops, and his English, he he understood me pretty well, but he asked me, "Is it fun the ride?" And I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like he he was debating getting out of the line, and I was basically like just saying to him, "No, you have to stay in the line. This is a great." And he was ahead of us too. I was I, I try to be an ambassador and, and keep people mm-hmm. in in the line for Mister Toad. Not that it has any trouble, but uh, I I was then trying to explain to him. Uh, this ride doesn't really make sense, but I was also trying to explain it to him in a way that didn't say, like, you, a foreigner, will not understand it more in a way of, uh, I, I know the story very well. I don't really understand this. And uh, I, I was trying to, idiosyncratic's not really a word you explain to people with uh, who, who don't understand English all that well, but uh, I, I explained it to him, and uh, they were, they were him and his wife were in the car ahead of us, and... Uh, when when he was uh, getting out of the car, uh, he looked back at me, and I like gave him a, a like a thumbs up to see if he liked it. And oh, he had the widest smile on his face. That dude was. Ha- I, I hope I hope he went on it again. We didn't see him for the rest of the day, but I am hoping that he stayed in the that he did, Mister Joe. Probably I hope four or five more times. I think our record on Mister Joe. We've done that four times in a day. Once it's always the ride we end on, uh, but we usually do it. Uh, two to three times a, uh, a trip, and it's so beautiful. With the beauty of uh, Fantasyland at night, uh, the Peter Pan line can go down, but um, if you're there at nine or something, uh, you can pretty much have your pick of the others uh, as many times as you want. Casey Jr. Circus Train at night's beautiful, but uh, don't want to get too off track because we're, we're only actually halfway through going through the rides. So um, let us go to Florida and... Uh, we'll have somebody who has not ridden this ride since they were six try to explain <laughs> explain how a ride that nobody listening was... If you haven't been on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Florida yet, if you haven't gotten a chance to go on it yet, you're screwed. Yeah. It's gone. That's me. I've never been. I, I, I want to I wanna say I, I was like those kids when I was little. I didn't know what it was. I didn't... I, I mean, for context, the the nineties this was this peak. Toy Story had just come out. Um, they're riding off Aladdin, Lion King, and they didn't have really rides that that reflected that. So parades were and and character meeting where you get the autograph. That was how you got to interact with these characters. So you go to like a ride that's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And you're like, what the hell is this? And then you ride the ride and you see the ride throughs on YouTube and whatnot you still get the idea of what the hell was this. Mm-hmm. So the big thing to to remember about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in California is an intimate. It's you, your passenger in the motor car, and you really, you, you kind of have to look backwards. Uh, there's there's one point halfway through, I think around the harbor area where you can see Moly, if you look back and you can see other people. In Florida, Especially around the town square where the two tracks meet, there's a lot of cars, and it's weird. And the the Florida cars, 
were uh, they had two rows versus one, so it, it looked less like the authentic motor car. Because authentic, I mean, authenticity does matter. We shouldn't sell that short. But so the Florida Park, they would try and time the. You'd think to attract more people, but often they tried to synchronize them because there's a part of the ride where the two tracks meet, where that you're supposed to kind of simulate that you were going to crash into the other one. So uh, that actually made loading slower. And when Winnie the Pooh came, it only had one track. So that... uh, It's an interesting experiment that just didn't work out. And they luckily don't try to replicate that really anywhere else. No. And and so, so... the the tracks kind of end at uh, opposite spots, but they start kind of in the beginning. There's a left track and a right track. We'll we'll call we'll we'll use A and B. And I don't want any I don't want any emails or messages saying, well, this part was actually supposed to be in track B. Um, this ride doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. We're gonna try and we're, I have a nice map from. Uh, uh, there's a lot of these Disney Blueprint uh, websites. They're great. Uh, a lot of scholars have done a lot of great Mr. Toad stuff, mm-hmm. and I recommend. There's there's a lot of great YouTube uh, content, all of that. But uh, so we'll do we'll do. Uh, they both start off in the same. I guess we'll do QA and then QB. We'll we'll just do one and then the other because that's probably the easiest way to do it. It is also worth noting that. Unlike the California ride, the Florida Mr. Toad uses the Merrily Merrily theme song throughout the ride, which is kind of an odd departure from the original ride. I mean, it kind of fits in with Toad's carefree nature, and yet at the same time, the the tone changes of the California ride... I guess it probably makes for a more immersive experience to not just have the theme song playing the the whole time. The refrain does uh, does play at the end in hell, and then when you exit. So I think that's probably the better way to do it. But I'm also saying that from the perspective of somebody who clearly really likes the way the California ride does does its uh, music. So take that for what you will. So. QA features, uh, I think that's actually honestly probably the better one, because uh, you get, uh, you start off in Toad Hall, you go through kind of like a, a general open area, kind of looks like uh, some of the uh, wide open space where the weasel fight happened in the film. It's it's open though, it's a big, big open space, and you go from Toad Hall into a trophy room. And Total, Toad is kind of a guy who who, who uh, seeks adventure, so it's kind of odd that he would care uh, specifically about trophies, but uh, I guess it would make sense that a storied aristocratic family like the Toads would have a trophy room. But kind of the odd thing, so you go from the trophy room into the kitchen, and there are actual human servants, kind of like that butler that was oh. added to the other ride. Uh uh, the mm-hmm. California ride uh, in between the 50... I think it was added in 61, the butler with the big tushy. Uh, human servants. We don't see those in the film. There are humans in the film. We Winky is a human, but and the prosecutor is a mm-hmm. human. There's lots of humans, mm-hmm. but humans work for Mr. Toad in uh, this ride, apparently. 
and there's uh, the the kitchen staff are very concerned with you driving through the place. Uh, one of the, well, there's a guy carrying a lot of dishes, um, and they're 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 not happy to see you. And it's I guess it's kind of hard to blame them, but uh, uh, we don't. I don't think we see the kitchen at all in the film. So that's kind of interesting that they decided to build this. This was also it was built in 1971, so. About 16 years after uh, the uh, Anaheim ride opened, and uh, apparently in reading, uh, it had to beat out rides for, uh, there There were competitors for Mary Poppins, Ichabod himself, his battery mate for the film, and uh, also, I think it was Sword in the Stone, because it, w- it wouldn't have been Black Cauldron, that was the 80s. So it would have sort of the stone also could have gotten a ride. I don't know why they didn't do Mary Poppins, but... It, yeah, Mary Poppins would have been a great ride, and I think it still would be a great ride. Even if you did nothing with the sequel, just a Mary Poppins ride based on the original would still be a hit. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reason to believe the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride would have also still been a hit, but... um. I think they decided to basically build Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Florida also because it, it, it's an easy, it's a it's a fairly uh, simplistic dark ride to make. Although, I mean, the big difference between Anaheim and Florida is that these, uh, the, the figures, whether they're cut out, they actually do have a lot more 3D figures there, but the, the cutout figures move a lot more. And I think in 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 Anaheim, uh, really only Winky and the prosecutor in Hell ha- like sort of move uh, side to side versus uh, Molly just kind of gets out of the way of you when he's eating his turkey leg. <laughs> so I, it, the Florida ride was definitely a more elaborate experience. Without the, I mean, there's a lot of twists and turns in the ride, but it's it's not as claustrophobic. It also moves slower, which I think is odd huh. for a ride that's that's called a wild ride. Uh, Anaheim moves very fast. You're, it's, it's yeah, and the tight corners really help add to the feel that you're going fast and just the danger of the ride. If you're moving not only slower, but you have more room to move around, and that diminishes the fun value of it. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good in Florida that you could go slower, but there was fewer things to look at. I mean, there was. It's good that you could go slower, but there's more things to look at. Um, so from the kitchen, you go into. This is totally not a PC word anymore. The ride itself wasn't really PC, but they had a gypsy camp, and there was a Madame Sarah who was a uh, fortune teller there. Um, there are no gypsy camps in the movie. <laughs> None. Why was there a gypsy camp here? I, I have no idea. And it's elaborate, too. There's a lot of people in the spot. And you're just going through that. They don't really seem to care either that you're there. Maybe they're not that surprised. But um, They're good with kind of traveling spirit type people. Yeah. It's, it's elaborate. It's cool. But uh, stuff like that kind of makes you think, gee, there's... That explains why this ride isn't there anymore. <laughs> There's no gypsy camp in any, any, uh, any, any, I can't really think of any movie, Disney movie, that has a gypsy camp. Interesting. Now I want to think about that. Uh, maybe close, closest would be just Esmeralda. Is she supposed to be a gypsy? I guess. Yeah, but yeah, you don't really know much about her background and culture. 
So from the uh, from the gypsy camp, <laughs> we're not going to say gypsy anymore. Um, they go to the. Uh, this is the point in the ride where it starts to intersect with the other uh, other tracks. So there's a one way street, and there are signs all over. Too many, in my opinion, that say "stop," "wrong way," "go back." There are ri- there are signs on highways that say "stop," "wrong way," "don't go this way," and there's not like a billion of them. Isn't wasn't that just ridiculous that they had that many signs? It looked kind of tacky, and you you had used the word cheesy before, Tara. Yeah, it's it's kind of overload and without real purpose. Versus, they do a similar thing in Alice in Wonderland in the Alice ride where they've got a signpost that it's pointing to different directions, first of all, and it's, like, giving all these different places, so it's not so much of an overload of stop, it's look at all these different adventures you could have, which I think would be, it would make a lot more sense if that had been more the idea instead of a hundred signs saying the same idea. Yeah, and it's ridiculous, I don't get it, but... um so from there, you go from a uh, one-way street into the town square, and the town square, I guess, kind of looks like the one that's in Anaheim. Uh, it's a little bigger, more elaborate. The big difference, though, is that there's a lot of cars in there. If you've seen any of the ride-through videos, you're not alone in the town square. It's odd. It takes the wild ride out of wild ride. <laughs> it's it's kind of like nondescript uh, ride that everybody can take. Mm-hmm. And naturally... Everybody kind of goes on the same ride uh, in Anaheim, but uh, there's an intimacy to it. So you go through the town square, you see the other people, and then we're still on track A. They go into Winky's Pub. Now, Winky doesn't really look like Winky as much in the film in the Florida park. Uh, the biggest thing to note, though, he has he has a waitress who's uh, uh, rather her uh, rather big bosomed. <laughs> But there's also a picture on the wall of a naked woman named Rapunzel. She's naked. You don't see her actual breasts. Well, you do, basically. You don't see her nipples. Um, That's wildly inappropriate and sexist. I think that actually, honestly, may be the most offensive thing Disney's done. Maybe more so than the Pirates of the Caribbean wench auction, which only recently went away. Yep. It's... If you could point to one single reason why that ride isn't there, it's maybe <laughs> Rapunzel. It's absurd. And Winky's there, uh, basically kind of looks the same. It's a slightly bigger pub. Because um, I guess you go you go more into the pub. Uh, in, in Anaheim, you kind of... I get, well, you go in it, but it, it's, it's really a blink and you miss it kind of thing. So from, from the, the keg room of Winky's pub, we see the weasels again. And uh, they're having a shootout with the police. Literally, there's a shootout in the ride. And uh, that is um, also really... You you go from a naked woman to uh, weasels shooting at police policemen. And the policemen are also... You're, you're caught in the, the fire, too. I, I wish that there had been, been uh, noises and... Uh, uh, well, that might make it too real. <laughs> Oh, I guess there were kind of uh, the effects of the. Yeah, I mean they they do kind of make banging noises if you if you see the video uh, right through. But um, you go from that shootout to uh, you think you've escaped, and then uh, there's the train. So uh, they're really really willing to uh, just throw throw the uh, throw the adventures into into the thick of it. I guess that's kind of cool. 
Do you wish that the weasels and the police would have had it? It kind of gives an explanation for how the weasels just like got evicted from Total because <laughs> that's all kind of wrapped up pretty neatly at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you wish that the film had included a shootout with the police? No, I think that would just be a bit overboard for a children's movie. Probably, probably just a little bit. Which is kind of cool. And then you go into kind of like a darker area into a... Um, on the official map, it's called the Rain Room. It doesn't really look like it's raining. It, it more looks like it more looks like kind of a, a, a kind of more like the country from the Anaheim a little bit. It's kind of greenery, uh, and that leads into the train train tunnel. Hell looks hell's a bit smaller. Uh, their devil people are uh, red, redder. They're way redder than the other one, which is more of like a almost more tan in the the Anaheim version. These devil, I don't think they're as cute. Uh, but uh, hell is very quick, and then you're out. I, I don't think they had a dragon either. Uh, but that's hell. It's warm. Uh, longer train tunnel, I guess, also. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strange dynamic. And that's literally only half the ride. So uh, let's do track B. Q area B. So uh, you also start in Toad Hall. There's kind of, a, it's basically a mirror mirror reflection. Uh, then you go into a library, which is kind of a bigger version of the library in Anaheim. It's uh, more developed. Uh, you, there's, there's weasels. Uh, Toad is hanging uh, from one of the walls, uh, one of the chandeliers, sorry. Um it, it it's kind of a mess, and and you're also going slower, so you you there's a lot more uh, opportunity to to look around at the details. Um, from there you go. I guess I mean, I say the track A is better, and yet the library is way more authentically Toad in this. You see the characters, you see. Uh, I think Moldy's in there. Uh, it's it, well, he was this again. Let's just point out this ride is not there, and this ride hasn't been there for more than twenty years. From the library, we go to a uh, small little kind of blackout area that c- kind of resembles the the 1955, the dark room where where Molly was then added. Kind of odd. Uh, it's odd that they didn't try to do more with that that little spot either, given that uh, the other track has a trophy room and a kitchen. But from there, you go to a barnyard where there's a farmer who's kind of not not like the the drugged out farmer in in the Disneyland ride. No, this is like a really elaborate barn barnyard area, a farm, and you actually go into the barn, which is odd. There's barn there's farm animals. It makes you wonder why a farmer has uh barn animals when you're a toad driving a car. None of that makes any sense, but I mean, that's also why we love this ride so much. But uh, you go through the barn, go on the, the one-way street. It, I gotta say, like, like the, the, this side is, is definitely uh, not as cool. Going through the barn, just seeing that footage, it's not, it's less idiosyncratic, it's less bizarre. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense, none of it does, but that's just so strange. Why a barn? Why, why do you think that they had a barn in there? So in the movie, he does drive out on country roads, and so that could have been the inspiration, thinking, okay, conceivably he could have passed by a barn. Yeah, I guess it doesn't... 
None of this really looks like old England. No, it does not. Which is which is uh, an- another another big uh, another big deviation from uh, uh, from from the California ride, but. Uh, so you go to the one-way street, you almost crash, you got the tacky signs on the top, then you go in the town square, which, uh, you know, same old, same old, that's, that's, the, the middle of the ride is, is kind of the same. Um, instead of going to a pub and seeing an inappropriate woman (laughs) and alcoholic beverages, which, uh, at the, for the entire duration of the time, well, there, no alcohol is served in Walt Disney World at all. Uh, Disneyland did not serve alcohol until very recently. That's changed with uh, the cantina in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, something that was added 20-plus uh, years after Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was closed. And uh, Galaxy's Edge is actually in Disney uh, Hollywood Studios anyway, so it's not in Walt Disney World. Another reason why Disneyland's better than Disney World, but uh, don't at me on that. Uh, so they go, and there's a jail well, you get sentenced to jail, kind of like the prosecutor in the 83 version, but um, it doesn't look like the actual prosecutor from the film. It, it's more just sort of nondescript uh, run-of-the-mill cops. So you go from there, from the jail, uh, into prison with uh, uh, a lot of weasels are there. You're stuck. I, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Mr. Toad had his own jail cell in in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't see weasels. It would it, you would think that some weasels had been prosecuted for various crimes, but uh, that's that's something that the uh, film didn't really show all that much. So we we do see it here. That does kind of explain some things. Uh, they're not committing a shootout. We don't know if those weasels are the same weasels from uh, QA, but they go from the prison. And then you're back out again. I guess you escaped from prison, and you're in the countryside where there's a train again. And uh, you come out, and you go through hell on the other side. It's it's odd. You get... Tra- so track A has trophy room, kitchen, gypsy camp, pub, keg room, shootout, rain room is what the blueprint calls it. I, just, I watched a couple. I've been on the ride. I don't... I don't I, it kind of looks more like a darker version of of the the parallel Shireland on the other side, uh, and then and then I track B. You get you get library, barn, jail, country. I don't know. I I think I think track A is the better track. Not that uh, this is a debate that matters because guess what? You can't ride either one of them. And then hell, hell's smaller. I think in uh, in. D- the Disney, the Disney World version, which uh, is unfortunate because we really want to uh, spend more time in Hell when you go to a theme park. Don't you want to go to Hell? Definitely. Oh, and then I hadn't said it before, but the exterior of the ride also looked like a carnival. Well, this ride would have been built before 1983, so before Toad Hall. Missed opportunity though, and they had all this space too. Florida. Uh, a lot of the the decisions in Anaheim, although so most most rides for for the rides that have uh, versions in Anaheim and Florida, they almost are always smaller in Anaheim. With Pirates of the Caribbean being one exception, and that's really kind of a big exception because it's a lot bigger in in Anaheim. It's, it's the the way better the original version the last ride that Walt ever worked on and it's a great one but Space Mountain Haunted Mansion and Big Thunder 
Oh, Splash Mountain in Anaheim is also bigger and has Burroughs Lament, so that's a better ride. Mm. I think actually the Anaheim, uh, the Florida may be uh, a teensy bit longer, but it doesn't have Burroughs Lament, so it doesn't feel as long. But Space Mountain is smaller, Haunted Mansion is smaller, Big Thunder is smaller. Off topic, just a teensy, teensy bit. So the Florida ride was only in operation from 1971 to 1998. Not, 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 not a long uh, amount of time when you consider that the uh, California Virgin has been open since 1955. And despite that, the Florida Virgin really got a lot of love. It got... Uh, there were... Uh, when they announced that it was closing, and this is kind of coming off the... Uh, in, in Florida, they had closed the um, they had closed twenty thousand leagues under the sea rather abruptly. I think deceptively too. Uh, people were angry, and then the rumors that Mister Toad was closing initially it, it it was kind of apparently designed to be kind of a way to give people a chance to say goodbye, but they didn't like that. They wanted it to. They did not want to say goodbye because they didn't want the ride to close. And people started to protest. And for context, Winnie the Pooh is often considered really Disney's greatest singular cartoon asset after Mickey Mouse himself. And that makes sense if you consider the fact that uh, there's been a lot of Pooh series. Pooh's a very popular character for young children. Pooh is certainly, regardless how you feel about Winnie the Pooh, is a much more important character in Disney lore than J. Thaddeus Toad. Would you agree with that, Tara? Unfortunately, yes. I, I love Pooh, but it's so sad that he has to rank higher. So, in the 90s, back in the 90s, I was in a very famous Disney ride. Oh. I'm Jade that is the toad. Jade that the toad. Don't act like you don't know. Bojack for people who uh, need to hear a, a Netflix show during a Disney podcast. But they decide to uh, close it and people protest. And uh, I, I would recommend looking up on YouTube. They have some videos of the protesters from newscasts. Uh, they were very, very, very angry about it. Kind of like, actually, this weekend, the Rise of the Resistance, there's been uh, anti-vax anti -vax supporters protesting vaccines outside Disneyland for some reason. What? No. Oh. They are standing outside Disneyland. They've been there. They were there yesterday, which would have been a Friday, and they were there again today, and uh, we may get a chance to see them tomorrow. Yay. Yay. So they close Mr. Toad, and they put Winnie the Pooh, and there's uh, a couple of Easter eggs in Owl's house primarily. This is a really sad. I said this to my mom, and she went, "Oh, Mr. Toad gives Owl the deed to the ride." Kind of heartbreaking. Disneyland. So in in our in the California Winnie the Pooh, they have uh, some of the busts from uh, uh, trophies from uh, Country Bear Jamboree in in Pooh. Uh, Disney, I, I'm, I'm st I can't wait to see what uh, Easter eggs for a Bugs Land are going to be in Marvel Land. There, there's got to be at least a couple. I hope so. There will. There will. Maybe a full Heimlich Honeydew ride. Yeah, choo -choo, wait, nice choo-choo train. Uh, it's sad. And if you're if you're a Florida uh, Disney World visitor listening uh, who can't 
we live half an hour from Disneyland. We go all the time. I I I feel for people who loved Mr. Toad as much as we love Mr. Toad, who are actually at this point probably angry with me for uh, not doing more of a thorough. I did my best with the Florida. It's hard. It's hard to piece it together from all these various. It's it's been closed for so long. Uh they. Uh, it it's hard to. If they close Mr. Toad now, I think people would riot again. But the closure of Mr. Toad in Florida was really a singular event. It hasn't been replicated. And some of that reflects the idea that there really haven't been that many closures. You know, when Finding Nemo came to Disneyland, those submarines have been closed for a while. Uh, some people were probably mad when Tower of Terror became Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, they were. I mean, you get... When you go into... Uh, we talked about... Uh, we talked about how when you're in the, the ride queue for Mr. Toad, how people talk about how they don't really know the source material. There are a couple conversations you overhear in every queue. Uh, we tend to go to Splash Mountain when there's not much of a line, but uh, if there is a line, you're bound to hear about Song of the South, the ride, uh, the movie that Disney does not want you to hear about. Although it wants to milk the character. It wants to have it both ways with the character. Something that one Yeah, of- and they've released stuffed animals for it now. <laughs> So Splash Mountain has its uh, has its has its dilemma. When you're in the Guardians of the Galaxy line, you're bound to hear, "Oh, this used to be Tower of Terror." Yeah, no shit, it used <laughs> yeah. to be. It was Tower of Terror like three years ago, asshole. But granted, you walk through Disneyland, you're always bound to see buttons of my first time. It's like, oh, this is like my fiftieth time. <laughs> I so you get those conversations. Uh, there are people. There are plenty of old timers in in California who Winnie the Pooh is hated in both parks by old timers. Once for killing Mr. Toad, and then in in California for killing Country Bear Jamboree, which I'm glad about. Florida sells Country Bear. You can you can have that. You can have Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, and you can have uh, you can have Country Bear Jamboree. I don't care. Uh, Tarzan Treehouse is terrible though. We went on Tarzan Treehouse like. Uh, well, we only went on it because the, the, the board had fallen apart, um, and we wanted to walk on it again. And so while we were on the, while we were on the bridge, and this is like very inside baseball for Disney connoisseurs, there's a guy jumping on the bridge. While we were on it, I was a little scared. But um, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh and Mr. They, they go so well together. That's the frustrating thing about it. I wish that uh, we didn't have this situation where... Where one was, um, one took away the other because mm-hmm. it's just so sad. And Haunted Mansion, the graveyard of Haunted Mansion in Florida, also Mr. Toad's in, in the cemetery. That's sad. There is also a break room that regular uh, park visitors can't see, but one of the break rooms is the J. Thaddeus Toad Memorial break room. Which is sad, but it's nice to know that he's he's still loved and treasured, um... So now that we've we've talked so much about Mr. Toad, uh, I, I, I think as as we head into the uh, wrap up portion of the podcast, why don't you talk about just why this ride in particular of all the rides? We did a ranking of all the rides, and this ride ranked first of all the dark rides on my list. Uh, you could say I'm biased. Uh, I don't really want to talk about whether the Florida, or the California Virgin is better because. 
there's no real way to talk about it. The only way to have really have done that would be uh, kind of before theme park blogs and podcasts existed. The only way to really do that would be in the 90s, where you get somebody who was fairly objective to go to both and then compare the two. And I think you'd get the same things. One's bigger, has more track. The other one's more exciting, the original, that kind of stuff. I, I, I will tell you that I like the Anaheim version better, but that also reflects the idea that none of us will ever ride the Florida again, and nobody's ridden it in 20 years. So people who love Disney World, have had annual passes to Florida, will say that that's the better ride. Uh, that's how this plays out. It's, it's not a debate worth having. So, but Mr. Toad... Uh, the, what? You've loved Mr. Toad for, uh, ter- so I, I am a, uh, I've only lived in California for about five years, so Mr. Toad's really grown on me as, as my love as a, as a resident of California has, but Tara has been going to Disneyland all her life. She's had annual passes for a long time. Tara, why do you love Mr. Toad? When did it start? I always loved it when I was young, even. It's just such a fun and idiosyncratic ride. Um... And growing up, like, I also liked Snow White, but it did have those scary aspects. Uh, Peter Pan was too scary for me. Um, And then there was just Mr. Toad. And I found, like, going through hell and going in court just so funny instead of scary. Right. It's just, it was such a fun ride for me. Sweet characters. I, as I said, I loved the courtyard. Um... I, I I also love cars and driving, which is why I love Autopia, um, as you've heard me talk about in our other Disneyland podcasts. So I liked the idea that I was driving this car and being able to fling the steering wheel around. It's just such a great experience for someone like me. It, it, it Well, you can spin the steering wheel. I can't believe I mentioned that. Yeah, uh, it's it, great. It doesn't affect anything, but it's, it's great. Uh, sometimes... When we go in the queue because of the Mr. Toad uh, picture that is always taken, especially on our first ride, uh, I'm almost always uh, first into the ride. Uh, so when we go again, it's like, oh, well, do you want to drive? And Tara often does want to drive, even though it, it makes no no difference. But it's appa- just fun. Apparently, yeah. Well, it, 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 it is fun. And I guess... We have a podcast coming up where we're going to talk about whether or not you can OD on Disneyland, whether uh, there's ever such a thing as too much Disneyland, although spoilers, there's not. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. M- Mr. Toad is one of those things where you learn about the history, you learn about how this guy of all the characters is there. Disneyland rides are are really products of chance in a lot of ways. There's the only reason that, that I mean... That, it doesn't make sense to an outside observer why there's a Roger Rabbit ride and there's no Beauty and the Beast ride. There's no uh, Aladdin does not have a ride. Lion King does not have a ride. Uh, Little Mermaid didn't have a ride until that's one of Little Mermaid and Pinocchio are really two of the few rides to be built well after their movie came out. So that's kind of explains it there's mr toad because mr toad was a was a character that they could i mean wind in the willows is is one of the more popular source materials of them all but uh mr toad exists because it was uh at the roster at the time that it needed to be it's it's kind of by chance and for a while i guess it's probably a chance that it stayed there but uh it's a it's a disneyland institution it's it's one of those just beautiful beautiful things that just also just doesn't make any sense why do you end up in hell this ride drops you off in hell 
I feel like we've mentioned hell a couple of times. I feel like we haven't even talked about hell enough. When is enough? It, what part? Like, the, the number of times that you finish the ride and you hear somebody saying, what the hell was that? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful that this thing exists. I love Mr. Toad. I feel like I know Jay Thaddeus on a level. We get such little time with him. We have this like minute and a half ride and about 28 minutes of footage. And you know, there's the source material. There's the live action movie that was made with uh, some of the Monty Python people in England. Uh, Jay Thaddeus is just this, this heroic mythical character that lives on in our hearts. And uh, there's few characters I'll speak about with, with as much love. And I, I, I love, love, love Winnie the Pooh. I love that we don't have a Sophie's choice of having to pick the two. Like, sadly, the Florida people. There's so many people who hate Winnie the Pooh there for such sad reasons. He's so cute, and he belongs in Critter Country. He does not belong in Fantasy. Do, uh, do you think Pooh belongs in uh, Fantasyland? No, no, Pooh is not a fantasy. No, Mr. Toad is uh, a fantasy and also reality. He goes merrily, 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 merrily to nowhere in particular. It's beautiful. I, I, I love Mr. Toad. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts on Mr. Toad? It's just such a great ride, and I truly hope that Disneyland never closes it. We will riot if it closes. If they announce that Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is closing for good, you can rest assured that ITM and T-Bell will be on the front lines making sure... They will have to drag me to hell with Mr. Toad if they close that ride. I will I, I will lead the aristocratic revolution to save Toad Hall. It's a beautiful place. Mr. Toad is is one of those just iconic rides that I mean I, I have I have personal personal uh history with it and my grandfather loved the ride and Maybe not really make sense too much to a general audience, but he he hates theme parks. He hates them. He would he would pay you to not have to go to one if like there was a family trip. I, I don't think you could even get him there anyway. Like it just it wouldn't happen. Uh, and and it's really it's it's kind of Tara and my uh, it's it's kind of our our couples ride. It's the one that we really share in a special special love of, and that that applies to a lot of rides. We love Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. Small World, Pooh. All the it's a lot of ride. Not a, a Tara likes Autopia. I, I think Autopia is one of the worst things ever. But uh, Mr. Toad is is it's just such a special ride. If, if you're listening to the podcast as long, if if you've followed us uh, to this end, you know uh, you 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 understand why this is such a special character in Disney lore and why people speak about it with such love. It there's nothing like it. There really isn't. It's it's the greatest. It's probably the greatest dark ride ever built. And on that note, that's probably a good place to end. Uh, I want to thank you, everybody listening, and to Tara, thank you so much for being here and not in, like, the other room while I recorded this alone or with somebody else. Uh, it's, uh, it's Jay Thaddeus. And you know what? After this, if you haven't, go on Disney+, Plus, get a free trial if you have to, and watch... The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. You won't regret it. If you do regret it, contact me, and I'll find a way to hit the block button. So so to everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.